0: Hello Tallahassee, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and uh, as always, I am excited to be with you on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8, we talk about dreams and visions at a church triumphant, alive and well. This is show number 972. We... Do have a few rules, we don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And that just seems to have worked out real well. <laughs> Been doing this show about nineteen years now, and uh it's just such a blessing, and I am just excited today to have the uh, new general manager of our local Christian television station here in Tallahassee. It's W V U uh, P. It's called CTN. That's correct. And this is uh, Brother Melvin Beal.
1: Welcome to Tallahassee. Good morning. How are now, you? Now you're not a you're not a stranger to Tallahassee. Not at all. I'm born and raised right here in Tallahassee, Florida, and ironically, born in Florida AM Hospital. Is that right? Yes. I didn't know there was such a thing. There was. That hospital was here until 1971, and uh, I was born there, and a lot of people don't know this, but uh, there's only about 11 years of Rattlers left. That were born in the hospital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How about that? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's, so, that's
1: amazing. It is. No, I had
0: never even heard that. I've never even heard it mentioned before. Yes. How about yes, that? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And so, so the the few of you that are still with us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amazing. It's quite a few. I think. So, so what was the connection there? Were your parents attending the university? Were the teachers there? Or? Well,
1: well, ironically, I grew up in Allen Subdivision, which is the university. was at. Uh, subdivision that's south of the capitol okay here in tallahassee and melvin street ironically was named after my father okay and melvin street it intersected with palmer and the hospital was right there is that so right? the history behind this is kind of interesting it was back during segregation okay and so most of the african americans had to go to florida AM hospital which was open like in the 40s and late 40s. Okay. And they could not go to Tallahassee Memorial. So that is the reason why there was a Florida AM hospital. Is that right? Yes, sir. Because
0: I know the, the university still has a school of pharmacy. They do. So I would imagine there's a connection
1: there. There is. There such. is. There is. They actually had a an hospital and uh, they really handled everything in the Big Bend area. And so they, it's wow. amazing. Yes, a lot of people didn't know <laughs> that. But uh, yes, I was one of the last huh. to be born in Florida A&M hospital and
0: so you stayed
1: here until through high school exactly. and, and all that sort of thing yes and, and, and what happened there is that i actually started here's another story there's a florida a m high that's still here now where it was actually lucy moden elementary school so i attended lucy moden which is the developmental research school for florida a and i attended first through sixth grade there private school and right there on the campus of florida a&m then i went to fairview which is still here, a right. middle school. Right. And from there, Rickards High School. Okay. And so I was at Rickards from seventy-five to seventy-eight, and from there graduated from Florida a and was part of the first school of journalism class at Florida A&M. Back in those days, there were only two accredited schools of journalism in the state of Florida. Is that right? Right. And one, AM was one of them. Y- yes, University of Florida and Florida AM. How about and that? Florida AM was the only and the first school of journalism accredited in the United States. Wow. And so I was part of that class. And it's really interesting when you talk about that, because a lot of people here in the Tallahassee area know of Carmen Cummings. Who I've, was, I've heard the name. She was an yeah. anchor at yeah. Channel 6, I want to say, for yeah. about 13, 15 years. Okay. She was in my class as well. Okay. And Pam Oliver, who's a sideline reporter with Fox Sports. Right. I've heard there. that name, too. Yeah. Another yeah. classmate of mine. How about And that? so, yeah, it was really <laughs> interesting just being in broadcasting. But Tallahassee was a different city back then. Huh. And uh, I came back here after being in Jacksonville, was in Jacksonville, I got my first job in Jacksonville as a TV news photographer. And I stayed there for a year, and then I ventured into Tampa at WTSP, and spent the next 25 years there uh, as a news manager, TV news wow. reporter. Yeah. So, so, so coming it, it, back
0: here to run a, uh, the television station, you have a lot of background. I do have a and lot and of background. And,
1: yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah. I do. But what's interesting is that secular, this is Christian television. Uh-huh. And so this is all about work for the kingdom. Right. And I'll be honest with you, Jack. I, um, I, It took me a while to accept this position coming in from Tampa. Uh, but when I did, it wasn't one month in, I had something attached to my name that I never thought would be attached to my name and that would be minister (laughs) (laughs) yes yes I mean this is a ministry Uh, oh absolutely yes yes and a lot of people don't know But WVUP-TV has been in Tallahassee for 20 years, and uh, a lot of people don't know that Station exists, and that's my first goal. When I was interviewing for the position, they said, well, what what is your goal? I said, well, being from Tallahassee, I know it sounds uh, really something like monumental, but I would love to meet every pastor in the demographic. And it was like, that's a challenge. <laughs> I said, that's the goal. You well, asked me you what, what the goal I, I is. Have, yeah. I have met a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, most of them I, have been here on this radio. Still, I'm uh, sure they have. Sort of I'm sure they life. have. And I'm, I'm talking to <laughs> yeah. a pastor. Yeah, so yeah, I met yeah. another one. Yeah. So it's been an interesting yeah. run. I've been here since October, late October. And of course, being from the area, I'm reconnecting to Tallahassee. But we've had some uh, really successful runs here. We're on Xfinity 239 CenturyLink. Forty-five, And uh, we are in Dish and Direct, the CTN affiliate. Uh, we are here locally. A lot of people don't know necessarily about the affiliates, but CTN, the Christian Television Network, has been founded for 40 years. And a lot of, yeah, Yeah. that's our national network. So when they purchased this station in 1980, they had a lot of ideas uh, for this station. And so certainly when I came in, one of the things that I wanted to do is just expand our reach. Mm -hmm. And we've been able now to, we're being seen in Quitman, Georgia, Perry, Florida, and Madison, Florida. So that is my vision to expand to Live Oak, Dothan, Alabama, and as far as north is Albany, Georgia.
0: But now those would, would be through the cable?
1: Exactly. The cable. That's the only way we can yeah. reach them yeah. right now because the antenna is 45.1, which mm-hmm. is digital. Uh, but being on Comcast is a tremendous asset to the station. And so we've been able to follow their signal into Quitman and Perry and Madison. But
0: now this has been just since you've been here? Exactly. On the cable. Exactly, Because exactly. I know I can pick it up here at the church, the studio where we are right now, in my office up there. I can pick it up. And, and you actually have two different uh, stations. I mean, it's not two stations, but... But two different broadcasts exactly exactly and I believe I can get both of them but but it's like anything else it's it's good days and not some good days it's, but but you'll be impressed with this those are just rabbit ears. Wow. Yeah, I don't even have a, wow. a big that's antenna. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, Actually, uh, you
1: just uh, did a promo. <laughs> <laughs> you got so, yes. but,
0: but now, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the TV station, let's get to know you just a little bit. You've, you've told us
1: you're a believer. Yes, now, Has this always been when you, when you were young? You know, it absolutely has been. My mother raised me as a Pentecostal, okay. and uh, to be honest with you, Jack, it was an interesting run for me because being an only child. And having a mother, I had to attend church services on Wednesday night, Friday night, Sunday, twice. We had something called a pastoral Sunday. Uh And my mother's church was second and fourth Sundays. So what we had to do was a small church in South Tallahassee. And we talked about that small church, maybe 10 to 20 members. And what would happen, they would rotate serving the pastor dinner on pastoral Sunday. He would commute from Madison, Florida. And so, I I literally lived in church, Wednesday night, (laughs) Friday night, Sunday, twice on pastoral day, and and you spend your whole day with a pastor. So, I was raised that way in that particular household until I became a teenager, and I tell people this to this day. Ironically, that's why I started playing football, because I realized that. You practice on Wednesday. Games are on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Couldn't get out of the Sunday, but uh, it was really interesting. But But, I can identify
0: with that because growing up in Kentucky, the church that we attended. Our pastor would pastor another church, <laughs> and so we'd get him every other Sunday. Mm-hmm. And of course, he would. He didn't live in our community, so we'd always have somebody would take him home for dinner. Oh, what? Wow. Same thing. And so sometimes it'd be us, and sometimes it'd be my best friend. And of course, I'd go to both of them. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> yes, yeah, I always be yes, a one yes, yes, of the preachers. Yes, that's there. good. That's yeah. good. Yes, yeah. yeah. so and I that got, was
1: my main attraction yeah, yeah. dinner. He's <laughs> yeah. identified with, with <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I was raised in that environment, and it was Pentecostal Postal and, I, you know, it's really interesting that we're having this conversation because back then uh, they had a term in the Pentecostal church called tarrying, which sure. meant, yeah, sure. meant, meant seeking right. uh, the Lord. And I tarried many nights, many nights. And there the barometer for them was could you speak in tongues? Uh If you speak in tongues, they said that you were saved. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately for me, I never spoke in tongues. And being a kid, I'm not so sure I was focused in the direction that I needed to be Mm -hmm. focused in. And I did not realize until later in life that it was about confessing. And I did so. But that church life uh, I grew up in. And it was really interesting for me because when the other kids were playing four square football, I had to go to church. Uh And, you know, ironically, Jack, um, some nights I'd be the only kid in church. I would be the only kid in church and, you know, I'd sneak outside and play car and (laughs) do all this stuff. But I tell you now that I have uh, evolved to where I am, those were the best days of my life. Mm -hmm. I I honestly believe my wife said, you know, I bet you were prayed over. Oh, I bet you were, yeah. You know, you were prayed over. And I'll be honest with you, like a lot of people who were raised in that type of environment, it's a very strict environment. Mm -hmm. It was a Pentecostal background. My mother did not wear makeup. She wore dresses. She, you know, I remember her saying, a woman does not wear what pertaineth to a man. And that would have been pants.
0: Well, that's in scripture. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. And
1: and I... It's an Old Testament scripture. Exactly. And I respect that because of the way they were living. Mm -hmm. You know, as a child, later as a teenager, and later as an adult. But the interesting thing about me is that like most Kids who were raised that strict, I missed out on a lot of things. So when I moved to Jacksonville away from Tallahassee, it took me almost fifteen years to get back to the church. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, so you left for a while. I left. Yeah. I ran. Yeah. You know. So what brought you back? Well, I think what brought me back was being in the career that I was in in broadcasting. I saw a lot of things. So mm-hmm. saw a lot of things. But what really brought me back is that my mother aged and she came down with dementia. So I ended up taking care of my mother for 14 years. Oh, wow. As an only child. Wow. And so I knew just watching her and her health being challenged a little bit, she still was a Christian, uh-huh. a still a believer. And I saw how she was handling Right. This. She was literally Jack teaching me mm-hmm. from a bed. See, I could I can identify that. My can mother you went through the, through the same
0: thing. My mother, thought mm-hmm. had, my mother started taking uh, me and my brothers to church when I was two, and so she gra- raised us up in church, and she was very committed. And even though she couldn't remember anything else, she never she never forgot the Lord. And, wow. And,
1: uh, wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: That was that was a witness to me, and I know exactly what you're talking.
1: <laughs> exactly. About. Yeah. And you know, I would come get off air. Um, and drive to see her in the nursing home and I would put in gospel music and she would light up, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, my mother, you know, it was a really interesting era and I, I tell younger kids this because uh, Pentecostal church is a little bit different. You know, there's drums and there's all kind of handmade instruments. And <laughs> yeah, sure. my mother had a made right what was then a what they call a scrub board uh-huh. back in the day they would wash club that was her instrument With a hanger. Wow. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it was very, very interesting to me uh, how they made that happen. And there was always that energy, that fire that I later realized was the Holy Spirit. Now, would she play that sitting in the pew
0: or would she be up on the platform
1: playing? She would be there in the pew. Okay. And (laughs) that was her thing. And their format, here's the interesting thing. I actually got a chance to go back there a couple of months ago before COVID uh, came about. My wife and I had actually went to another church. And uh, I said, I'm going to take you by the church I was kind of raised in. Uh And I did. And she heard them playing music. And she said, let's go in. Wow. Yeah, the church is still there. Yeah, church is still there. And I went in. And um, I said, this is a good thing. if If my memory serves me correct, if they're playing music, that means the preacher hasn't gotten up yet. Because that was the other thing. They'll go in church at 10 o'clock in the morning, not come out to three. Oh, my God. And then they eat dinner and they back in at six to ten. <laughs> you know, that was where. Do, do they still do that? Uh, well, that's what's interesting. We walked in. The preacher hadn't gotten up. And uh, I walked in and we sat down. And what happens is, is everybody gives a testimony. Mm-hmm. So there was maybe 15 people, about the same as when I was there. And you lead a song. And then after the song, you get up and give a testimony. So they brought me the mic. Oh, really? Yes. And, you know, I was, whoa. Did, did the people remember you? No. No. It's okay. a whole, no. Really? No. It's totally different generation. But it's ironic. The pastor did. And he knew me from Rickards. Uh-huh. We went to school together. Oh, my. But yes, we knew that. And, <laughs> and so I got up and I just told them, I said, you know, I grew up in this church and, and they really, they've done some remodeling, but it looked the same. But I, I forgot to give them the testimony telling them what this was in the church and that was in the church. <laughs> you know, I was a heater there and I was excited. But after The church was over. The pastor came down, and me and my wife really considered joining the church at that point in time because we had such a good time, Mm -hmm. and uh, we were looking for a church home here in Tallahassee. Obviously, COVID nineteen appeared. Everybody shut down. We haven't been back, but it gave me a chance to go back to that church.
0: But see, think about it: is it for us here in the Tallahassee area? We're getting to know you. Yes, you're you're coming to our city. Yes, coming back to our city. Yes. And you have a very important position that you're doing, and you're going to be doing a lot of ministry to us. Okay. And
1: so to get to hear that story, that's a, that's a blessed it, it, thing. It's, it's, a, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Like I said, I am learning every day. Sure. You sure. know, it's all about work for the kingdom. Absolutely. Yeah. But
0: any time that I, I, I talk to somebody who's quote a minister, I wonder if they're real. Yes, you know, I, I say yes. this to the uh, yes. I, I, when I do the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. I see this a lot of times when I meet the singers because I play their music. I want to know where is their heart, right? Uh, they're they're right. Singing about my Lord. Do right. they really believe what I right. believe or what they say they believe? Right. And that's very very important. And I think a lot of us we just need to know that that's, right. a, that's confirmation to us because when we watch your television station in times you'll be on there interviewing people. We know who we know, we know your heart, we know your background, so. But like you say, for a while you kind of wandered off. God brought you back. Yes, He did. Because the Lord says that, uh, or the Word says, it's not going to return void. That's right. And so that's right. So actually, your mother's testimony during her last days ministered to you. So,
1: what what city were you in at that time? Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Yes. Did you get back in church? Yes, I did. I joined the church. uh, Ironically, you know, I didn't finish my story. I had to confess. You know, I had to confess to the Lord. I was dating a young lady who had grew up, that was from Tallahassee, that ended up there, was in nursing. And I was talking to her, and I was saying, you know, there's a yearning for me to get back into church. It's a yearning for me to get back in church. And she knew my story. Uh And uh, actually, this was a Baptist church. And I went there, and I really was it was interesting because they had a lot of energy similar to the Pentecostal church which you know was my upbringing I was raised there and so ironically I went to church and it's funny what happened they were having a special program I think it was African American day or something and I walked into the church and I saw the minister in overalls Okay. Right? I was a little bit late so they took me to the front Uh-oh. pew. All right. And I'm sitting there and I'm in a suit and I'm looking around and they're almost about to dismiss. They started an hour early that day. Uh-huh. And so they they asked if anybody was interested in joining the church. And something came over me because I had been there a couple of times before uh-huh. and I joined the church, met the pastor and here's what's interesting. He says, have you ever been baptized? Ah. Uh. Yeah. He said, have you ever been baptized? And I said, I don't remember that. I said, I was, I grew up Pentecostal and I was in the church basically from three years on, but I don't remember that. He says, you're going to have to get baptized because you don't remember it. Uh-huh. So I got baptized. And it was Amazing. It was amazing to huh. me because it was like I was born again. You know, I literally was born yeah. again. And it was amazing. And I'll tell you something else that was interesting. God works in really mysterious ways. I found one of my mom's telephone books from here in Tallahassee. I took it down to Tampa. Again, I had moved her down and was caring for her. And that Saturday morning before I was supposed to get baptized that Sunday morning, I flip open the book my mom is very old school in that she would send Christmas cards and write letters Uh all the time. I flip open the book and I see the name Minnie Sullivan from Tanana Sassa, Florida. Well, Tanana Sassa is a suburb of Tampa. Right? And I said, let me call this number. Now, I call the number, I leave a message, and later that evening, I get a call. Minnie Sullivan attended Florida A&M University back in the early 50s. Her house that she stayed in was my home. Is that right? Yes, my mother and father, (laughs) before I was born, they rented out rooms to students. She was one of the students that lived in my (laughs) house. Right. And so I called her and I had never really seen her, but I remembered her address and everything from the cards my mom would write. And she called and she said, well, where are you? And I said, I'm in Tampa, she was a school teacher. And she said, well, where do you go to church? I said, I joined the church and I'm gonna be baptized there on tomorrow morning. She said, where's the church? I said, First Baptist Church of Progress Village. She was an original member of that church Is in that, 1960, oh my and she came to the baptism, took all the pictures. <laughs> I had to tell that story it's amazing. because it was connect, It connected yeah. me all the way back to Melvin Street. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I turned my life around because I stayed in that church for 13 years and was a member there before I came to Tallahassee.
0: That's amazing. Yes, yes, it's, yes. You know, it's kind of like what we were talking about before we went on the air here only God could do these type of things absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah. absolutely uh,
0: his ways and how he orchestrates things when he says the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord I mean He, he he's not kidding yes he really is yes and, and to think about it is a lot of times it's just up to us to let God lead the way absolutely because so many times we want to take it into our own hands but, but when we when we turn God loose just to do what God can do it really is amazing it is amazing and he'll it's do amazing. things that, we, that I couldn't have planned that if I'd have wanted to <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's amazing. You yeah. know, you were telling your story, yeah, yeah. and I, I, it was amazing to me how that worked out for sure, you. Sure. You know, I am, oh so, my God, yes, oh God, I am really looking forward to yeah. looking at your book and reading yeah. that book because the things that you talk about in there are amazing to me. And it, it didn't stop for me, Miss. Many actually became a mentor for me. See now that you have done a promo for my book, you're going to have
0: to tell them because I mean, some of my audience knows about it. Really, I don't mention it every Sunday. Uh, So, it's called Dreams and Visions and Stories of Faith. Did you tell
1: them Uh, how it started?
0: No. uh, Well, over the years, yeah. Okay. As as a matter of fact, right after the book was uh, published, Doug Apple, 94.1, my friend and also my my station manager there, he said, 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 if you get somebody to interview you, he says, I'll air it on 94.1. Wow. So he said find somebody to interview. Well, I thought a lot about it and I thought well my son who's, an, who's excellent he's, he has a great voice so he uh, so on that day on that Sunday morning on 97.9 on the Gospel on the Radio talk show when the people heard the first voice it wasn't mine it was his son <laughs> that's the only time in the history of this show well no it's only the second time that somebody else has done this show besides me. Wow. And the first time with my daughter, Sarah, because I had to do a funeral that Sunday morning. It was live back in those days. And so my daughter, Sarah, was the guest host at that time. And my son was, was the guest host, and he interviewed me, and he interviewed me about the book.
1: Well, you know what? So. This is, uh, you said God works in mysterious ways. I am going to take off my guest hat, and I'm going to put on my reporter hat, and I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> This is interesting, folks. I am going to ask you some questions if you don't oh, mind no. uh, a little bit about you because it's a really interesting story. Now you said that, that you, you don't got me
0: blushing away. Yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> because
1: the people probably don't know here in Tallahassee your walk. You know, they probably they listen to you, they look for the guidance and the wisdom and the knowledge that comes from you on your radio show. But tell me a little bit. I'm always interested in this as a believer. Wow, you just, you just took over my show. I just took over your show. <laughs> this is what 32 years of broadcasting will do for you. It puts me back in. Yeah. But tell me,
0: how did you come to Christ? I, at two years of age, my mother was invited to go to take her boys, bring her boys to church by a lady by the name of Miss Than Price. Mm. And my mother was doing some house cleaning for her. And she invited my mother to come to church that Sunday morning and um, I was involved in the Sunrise Christian Church oh, wow. in Sunrise, Kentucky as a kid. Grew up in church. Loved church. Loved everything about it. And then uh, at the age of 16, God called me to the ministry. However, <laughs> I always knew from the, from a child, I always knew really? that I was going to be in the ministry. Really? And as uh, matter of fact, one time, uh, Brother Bob, Brother Bob McLean was our pastor when I was a kid. Now, he was a kid himself. He was probably only 18, 19 years <laughs> old. He'd come down from the Louisville Bible College to pastor our little church. And I just loved him. And he he was very instrumental in my being in the ministry today. And I said to my mother, I said, Well, when I become a pastor, what's Brother Bob going to do? Goes, oh, wow. Cause that's not wow. the only word I knew, was a Sunrise Christian church. <laughs> and so, anyway, at the age of 14, I struggled through some things. I talk about all this in the book. And then, uh, Got very went to a uh, revival service Sunday after after I graduated from high school, and Brother Bob was back. They called him back to doing a revival service. Wow! And he preached about the second coming, and I'd never heard a message like that before in my life. And that night, me and my buddies I grew <laughs> up with, we were going down to the Kincaid Lake State Park, and I was sitting in the back seat of Bradley Cope's 1957
1: Chevy. Wow! <laughs> and,
0: uh, <laughs> And I told those other my, my friends, and they, we, they were all Christians. We all had grown up in church together. I said, "Gentlemen, I don't know what you all are going to do for your life, but I know what I have to do." I, at that time, I was registered for the to go to a college at a UK Extension in Maysville, Kentucky. Me and my brother Jerry had already been there for a year. I was going to go with him study business. Changed all of that. Went to Cincinnati Bible Seminary and went there for a year. And then, of course, Uncle Sam had his greetings. <laughs> yes, yes, that's and right. And I decided I didn't, want to, right. yeah, I didn't want to be in the Army, so I went the Navy and spent four years in the Navy. But uh, after that, I was stationed in Pensacola, and I bought a house there, and
1: um, just
0: went to Bible college in Pensacola.
1: Yeah, we talked about that yeah. a little bit earlier, and you said that you arrived here in the Tallahassee area in '79. Right, and, and what church were you affiliated with then when you the came? The were Bible churches, really, which is the
0: church that I pastor. Which we now we did a DBA we relocated over on Capitol Circle. And we're now known as Freedom Road Christian Ministry okay. over there. But okay. we're still legally, technically, First Church of the Open Bible on the property where you and I were sitting. Right.
1: <laughs> right well, now. folks, we are on his <laughs> show. But I do have some questions. Uh, All right, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about Tallahassee and the evolution of the church family churches here in Tallahassee since you arrived in 79 it's a different city for me I left Mm -hmm. in 84 right right so talk to me a little bit about the growth of the church and the outreach and involvement here in Tallahassee
0: well I tell you what every pastor I get this from a lot of pastors in Tallahassee is Tallahassee is a tough town as a matter of fact, I just went to a funeral yesterday, and uh, the, the gentleman who was doing the funeral, and we talked a little bit, and uh, we've known each other for years, he's been on the radio show, and he, mm-hmm. and he says, yeah, he's a Tallahassee, it's a tough town, and I've heard that a lot from a lot of pastors. And I guess, even you consider state government, yes. two universities, yes. a big junior college, yes. you get that yeah. influence here, And um, but I've seen lots of churches come and go. I mean, just you know, a lot of people who've come to Tallahassee, start churches, they seem to boom for a while and next say where'd it go wow yeah a lot of that over the years there's probably i would imagine very few people who has the history of the since 1979 of you know the words i know that church over there used to be this church over there okay i, I can okay. tell you a lot of okay. that okay because okay. i've had a lot of the pastors here on the radio show and uh, so i kind of have that that contact there But uh, uh, then you've got, of course, the the influence of the universities and things like that, trying to uh, make inroads into the universities to to do outreach. Uh, A lot of folks are doing it, but it's tough. It's it's a a tough thing.
1: well, that's one of the things that uh, I'm interested in, and uh, this is half interview, but this is me seeking knowledge <laughs> on this well, Let me, let me phone. do this, brother. <laughs> I'm going to take
0: my show back here for a moment. Yes, let people I- know <laughs> but you're listening to WTSN ninety seven. What did I say? What did I
1: just? I'm y'all w- <laughs> <laughs> messed up. Uh, Yes, I do ninety
0: Nine, Your ESPN sports station. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King, and this always a great time here on Sunday mornings. I just appreciate you so much. For tuning in, and uh, I do want you to know that I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're located at 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We are in the Crescent Park Plaza. We're between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. So if you're heading toward Park Avenue, we'll have our sign out there on Sunday morning. Come to worship with us. Bring the family. FRCM.US. That's our website. Also, I want to let you know that uh, these shows are on podcasts, and you can find them. Uh, type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee. to will come up. This is show number 972. If you want to listen to it again, give it a few days uh, before Brother Apple gets it over there for us. Also, the daily broadcast, and you can also hear that Monday through Friday on 94.1 at 11 o'clock. That's the Gospel on the Radio podcast broadcast and there's a whole bunch of those both of the talk show and the uh, daily broadcast on the podcast and saturday nights you don't want to miss it it's a saturday night gospel sing with me pastor jack king and we play a full hour of music just like you just heard and uh Let's just put it this way, Pastor King loves Southern gospel music, <laughs> and I, I make no bones about it. I, you know, there was a time, Brother Melvin, when uh, I just didn't really, you know, I love it, and I grew up with it. And at the Pensacola Church in Pensacola, uh, Brother J.G. Whitfield was uh, one of the elders in the church, and J.G. Whitfield was a founder of the uh, the. Um, uh, God, uh, the All-Night Gospel Sing, that's what happens. He also founded the Singing News. He founded the Florida Boys and the Dixie Echoes. He was a big promoter, and I loved it. But when I came over, I got away from it because, you know, the charismatic movement was moving. People were going towards a different style of music, and I didn't think anybody would like the old music. But well, I found out a lot of folks do. Oh, well, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's just it's, it's a lot of fun. So anyway, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, 94.1 for a full hour of Southern Gospel Music. And also let me mention my friends, Robin and Jim, Mm Triple A Constant Comfort. They've been helping me do this show ever since I started back in 2002. They do heating and air conditioning 893-9566. Melvin Beal is my guest today. (laughs) We've been having an awful lot of fun and and we were having a lot of fun before the show started. Exactly. And uh, we said, well, we've already done one show. (laughs) And then it comes and and, uh, takes over the show. I've never never had that happen. (laughs) But it was fun. I enjoyed that. Uh, Now let's talk about the station let's just give us uh, I know you've got ideas first of all kind of give us an idea what is the
1: format that you're doing now okay you know it's pretty interesting you and I talked about uh, the station prior to me coming here. And we talked about the former general manager. I'd be remiss if I did not mention him, Paul Bass. Uh, he was become a very good friend of mine. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. I mean, you guys, yeah. that story was interesting yeah. how you met. Yeah, you I know? Met, at, met at the bank. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so somebody, of so one of the cashiers said the word church, and meant he said, sick em. <laughs> 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 I got to meet that guy.
1: And uh, that was fun. Yes, but you know there's no coincidences no. in the lives of a believer. No. You guys were meant to meet yeah. right right there in the bank and you know with him being the general manager at wvup uh one of the roles that i have that we haven't been able to get into it's a show call around the bend okay. and it's the station's version of localizing uh the station you come in you bring pastors in and that was one of the big reasons you were on the station you want to localize it you want to find out who's doing what in the community uh being a broadcaster naturally when i got here i uh i look the WVUP and the biggest thing that I saw was that a lot of people did not know it exists. Mm-hmm. And so my goal from day one with the station was visibility, uh, expanding visibility. But I look at it a little bit different. It's about expanding the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I knew that we were the only local Christian television station between really Jacksonville and Pensacola. Uh, I have an affiliate that's up in Macon, Georgia, and one in Columbus, but that area in between Tampa and here, it's pretty much the area where we play at. Uh, But it's a low power station, Mm -hmm. and so the antenna only has so much reach. Uh, What what I was pleasantly surprised by is that we were on the cable system, and as I mentioned, we're on Xfinity cable 239, channel 239, and on CenturyLink, 45. And that really carried us beyond our demographic. And uh, one of the things I said earlier was that we were able to expand, expand our reach from Tallahassee into Quitman, Georgia, Perry, and Madison. So that became our priority mm-hmm. as I came in, is to, uh, one, make the station known. And everything I do is based really on a scripture, and I know we don't get into doctrine, but it's seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added. And I really apply that to everything that I do. So there were clients here, we had a couple of clients that were aligned with the station, uh, pastors, and uh, they were aligned with the station for a couple of years. So when I came in, I did seek ye first the kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I looked out, and one of the things that I realized that we had to do was to Georgia. See, we cover North Florida and South Georgia. This the positioning Mm -hmm. of Tallahassee. And I felt like we could probably pick up another 150,000 people if we could connect with Georgia. Our antenna, we share an antenna with Channel 6. Uh And so we went through something earlier this year, a couple of months ago, called Repack. And a lot of people don't know what Repack is, but just to give you a little bit of background on what that's all about, everybody's talking about 5G right now. Well, what the FCC did is they took the spectrum of TV. If you remember back in the old days, VHF was channel two to channel 13, basically. Right, right. And UHFs took right. over from there to right. like you know 70. What they did was sell part of that spectrum. And they're going to allocate everything from channel, I believe it's 62 on up, to the mobile telephone companies so that they can operate their 5G on there. Okay, And that started taking place about two to three years ago. And what they did was they called it repack, which meant that those channels, if you were channel 75 then, well, you had to move out of 75 and come beyond 60. So that's what that was all about. Uh And to give the viewers a little bit of a breakdown on how that happens, we have been channel 45 here in Tallahassee forever. Well, the repacking actually would make us channel 30. That's where we, our frequency okay. would be, 30. But virtually, we are 45, so nothing changed there. Back to the repacking, it, take, it took place in 10 phases. Tallahassee was in the eighth phase. What happened is, is they came in. Every station, TV station here, had to get into this repack. Well, for us, it was a bit unfortunate because our antenna had to change. Uh-huh. So we actually lost power okay, we lost power, we went down 500 feet, we went from a uh, multi-directional antenna to a directional antenna Well, all the towers are pointing for us right. are over in the Quincy And, and, I, and, and yes. I noticed
0: that you that you mentioned Quitman, yes. Thomasville yes. and not Panama City. Not Panama right. City.
1: And that's out of our demographic. Um, okay. And so with this new antenna, it's temporary. We okay. will get a new antenna uh, within a month. We lost a lot of people in cross. Field because the antenna is not pointed that way; right, it's directional. Right, right. Well. We're excited because when we get the new antenna, we get our original audience back and we should expand that audience. So that was the number one mm-hmm. challenge that I had coming through the door. That's it's a big the, challenge. Yeah, big <laughs> challenge, you know, yeah. you lose what you yeah, add. Really. And so my thing has been to really try to connect with the pastors. Remember, I said I wanted to meet every pastor out there that I could. So being uh, a technology person, I joined LinkedIn and I connected with a lot of pastors. And there's a lot going on here in Tallahassee. I mentioned to you earlier, being originally from Tallahassee, I I really didn't realize this is somewhat of a Bible Belt. There's over 11 Christian radio stations in this demographic, and I'm talking Walcala, all the way over to Jefferson County, Thomasville, there is a lot of Christian radio stations. We only had three in the Tampa Bay area. So I saw that and I was like, this is an interesting. But, you know, market. but that's been fairly new
0: really? within, within the last 10 really? years. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, you know, in the 60s and actually 70s, I even mean, the 80s, there was one, WCVC. Is that right? For, for years, yeah. Uh, CVC had been an old country station and it became Christian. For years, if you could do Christian radio in Tallahassee, if WCBC thirteen thirty AM, that's wow. the station I started on. Wow, yeah.
1: wow. Well, you know, I graduated from Florida A and M, and we were WAMF. We did have gospel mm-hmm. yeah. there and jazz.
0: But now that's all. Did did not Scott Beagle buy that station exactly? And and that's Faith Radio.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. no, actually, Florida A and M owned the station. They right. became W A and M. But I remember the name Scott Beagle. Yeah. But the, he yeah. he he bought that station.
0: Wow. Yeah. The one that the the AM station that they had. Now I could be wrong about. No. That. No. No, oh, no. But I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. because Faith Radio came in. Early nineties. Okay. Okay. So, but before okay. that, it was WCVC.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so, so Scott was probably the first, other than CVC, just to start. Christian radio here, and, and, and of course, uh, he's expanded and has several stations now. Uh, okay, doing the same programming, but he's on different stations, Lamont and places like that. He's expanded. Of course, then, of course yes. Caleb has come in. Right, hundred. Let's see, one hundred three. No, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. one oh Well, I don't want to get. A, no, my memory will fail me <laughs> <laughs> on all that. But right. you're right. A, a lot has happened that way to to help expand the Christian radio market. And of course, uh, Brother Beagle. The station that he originally started with, which is what I'm talking about that he bought, and I could be wrong with who it was, is now Spanish.
1: Is that right? Yes, yes, he turned that into Spanish. You know, broadcasting (laughs) is amazing because I've seen so many things happen uh, during my career. And just what you're talking about with radio has been interesting. But WAMF had gospel and jazz, and, and again, I wasn't aware of the station you were talking about, but when I started doing my research, I saw all of these Christian radio stations. Now, they're low power and probably just serve their markets, but it's it really speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Sure. To the believers that are here and prevalent in this area. And I think you mentioned it earlier, you know, Tallahassee has an, always been an interesting demographic because you have the universities. There are a lot of people that come to Tallahassee uh, to attend college. And we have people from all over the world and they stay. Mm-hmm. A lot so, of people, yeah, yeah, they yeah, stay. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's it's interesting yeah. to me because I was telling you, even me returning to the area, Tallahassee is a different city than I left in 1984 mm-hmm.
0: and it's even different since I've been here Wow 1979
1: right yeah.
0: right but uh, one of the things that, that uh, you always have to keep in mind when, it, when you're talking about the different styles of radio thing you'll notice now other than faith radio they're all pretty similar. They've all pretty much gone contemporary music. That's correct. And other than, I mean, there's a few of us who are doing Southern Gospel. Uh, Billy Hudson, mm-hmm. which is had, he's on uh, 90, our, our Faith Radio. Mm-hmm. And he's also on Golf 104 on Sunday mornings. Uh, uh, Bobby and Anita Key coming on 93.3 on Sunday afternoons. But other than myself, you don't find a lot of Southern Gospel. Wow. Even even though we're, we're deep south. Wow. Not a whole lot of Southern Gospel wow. uh, happening in this area. Most of it, most of them are had the contemporary.
1: Well, sounds. I can tell you, ninety eight point three uh, is the Cumulus affiliate here, and they're and doing mostly mostly talk, right? Yeah, and they're doing their thing, and then you have Hallelujah, ninety five point one, which really just expanded their operation. Um, in January, uh, they're doing some amazing things over there. So the market is continuing right. to expand. And back to WVUP, that's the connection that I'd like to have. I like to do pastors and radio and media, being the only TV station.
0: Don't do this for me. Yeah. we haven't given out any information to the people. Mm-hmm. If people want to get in touch with you, what would okay. be the best way to do that?
1: The best way to get in touch with me is, first of all, I like to promote the website, WVUP.net. WVUP.net because there's all the information on the station and it's available but you can reach us uh, 850-402-1116 we're located out on Weems Road but we're in a television station we don't have it's not retail so we don't bring people in other than to interview them but the best thing to connect you to the station is WVUP.net which is our website we're also on Instagram we're on Facebook WVUP TV yeah, and I know that uh, resources are very important yes. to what you do yes there may be
0: somebody out there that just wanted to just make a donation to the station they could go to the website and you, b- you can do donate that. on the website and also now, there's a couple things I want to because I'm looking at my clock and you know, sure I want to get everything is right. something that you said a little while ago I want to come back to but if somebody wanted to be on
1: your station is that is that a possibility absolutely you know we i mentioned earlier that we're an affiliate of the christian television network ctn and we're the local affiliate and they provide probably 80 percent of our programming but as the general manager it's my job to tap into the local market and i welcome any and every church out there to come let's talk let's sit down tv is a little bit different But we are working with everybody. Our doors are open. And I've said to them, if I could be 100% local, (laughs) I would. Uh, You know, I really would. So, yeah, they can come and talk with me and and we can make it happen. So
0: if somebody wanted to to do a TV program with you, Mm -hmm. they would come to the studio? Yes, yes. Well, we
1: will work with them and find out. Again, that starts with an interview with me and staff and what we do is find out what you want to do now traditionally what happens is a lot of the churches will send in their church service okay 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 but what we i'm trying to encourage churches to do and maybe you as well can relate in radio i feel like we're missing the ball with churches I, i mean you get the ministers preaching that's great uh you get the services that's great but i think that churches have a tremendous impact on the local community with their outreach Mm -hmm. and being a former tv news guy i would like to see that story told because churches have an enormous impact on the local community in their outreach my goal believe it or not as the only local tv station is to connect all Mm -hmm. these churches because Mm. we're the one source in tv And I would love to be the conduit for all of these radio stations, all of these churches, because we're the one. TV station, mm-hmm. and I think that that is a, a very big advantage that needs to be yeah. taken advantage of. Yeah, I
0: just see in my mind. I
1: just see you sending out a,
0: a, a team of reporters that would go to different churches, events, and just report on that. Would be a powerful thing. That is the goal. Yeah, that, that is the goal. With your background, yeah, uh, that I, is I, the I goal. goal. That, happen. that is the goal. Now, the other thing was you mentioned a little while ago. Uh, when God called you to this, mm-hmm. and you said you wrestle with it a little bit. definitely. Now I'm,
1: I'm again looking at my clock here, but, yeah, but, but tell definitely. that story. Well, again, I was working in Tampa, and I saw this Christian television station in Tallahassee, and I wanted to research them, so I went to their website, and ironically, I went to their career page, and it said general manager. Now, I had been a TV news manager. At Channel 10 for 17 years. TV news reporter and then a TV news reporter on ESPN. I talked to you about it, I did play by play and right. I was on a show for over 20 years uh, inside the game. <clears throat> so I did something interesting and I know why now. I applied for the job. And they, I, I mean, you're, I you're, for em, the, you're employed. Yeah, you have a job. I have a job <laughs> and I. I said, you know what, I always had a yearning to go back to Tallahassee, but I knew that God would not send me back there until it was time, if He wanted me there. Right. And I applied for the job and forgot about it. Within two days, I got a call. Two days after that, I interviewed. I met the founder of the Christian Television Network. They took me, and I was supposed to be a brief introduction. We talked an hour and a half. Is that because right? he was talking about my backyard, Tallahassee. And we actually got into a debate. He said, that station, we, we bought that 10 years ago. I said, no, 20. I'm telling <laughs> the guy who bought that. <laughs> I said, no, 20. He said, no, 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 no. They did the research, he said, 20 years. <laughs> so I told him, I said, it's an interesting dynamic up there with the universities. Yep. I think that it would be interesting the churches and the layout of Tallahassee Mm -hmm. in general, it would be interesting. The same things you talked about, state government, you know, the pillars of Tallahassee, the universities, and then the Leon County school boards and their system. So that's what led me there. It took a month because, again, I freelance as a reporter for ESPN and play-by-play, and I did not see it. I did not see it. My wife, she said, you need to pay attention. You really need to pay attention to this. And so I did. And uh, finally, to end this story, they said to me, they said, Melvin, I know you've been wrestling with this. It's probably that you don't want to give up the ESPN. And I said, correct. They said, you don't have to. Mm Mm-hmm. Because That's, it's freelance. It's freelance. Yeah. And I thought it would be a conflict with being general manager, because the difference is you run everything as the general manager. You're responsible for the station. So it's not just about segments of the station. Mm-hmm. It's the entire station. And they said, we could do that. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, before and after. And ironically, I asked God earlier last year in my prayers, to say, God, I think I'm ready to go back to Tallahassee. I said, that was January. I ended up in Tallahassee, October of two thousand nineteen. Thank you. Yes. Isn't it
0: wonderful to have a godly wife? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Among
1: other things, yeah. yes, well, yes, yes. If yes. her to
0: say that, because yes. she's seeing something that, that that maybe you would eventually have seen it, but but to have that confirmation for her to say that, I know I value that in my wife. Oh my goodness! Because uh, there's there's one person in this world that I know will always be straight with me.
1: <laughs> she's keeping me right. Well, that's right. Yes,
0: that's right. Yes, she though. is. Yes. She but, but she she saw it and she said you need to pay attention to this and uh praise God. Yes, and, absolutely praise God. So, so now you're here and of course your 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 mind, I'm sure you're just full <laughs> of ideas and <laughs> yes. things and, yes. and then the old thing called reality sets in and you go, Oh man, reality. Yes. No. Yes. But yeah. I mean we're we're seeing things. I mean you're you got us on cable already.
1: Yes. That's huge. And yeah. you know what? Um things it's been a blessing. We've had some I've been able to first thing. I was able to renew the contracts we already had. That's important. So we didn't take a step back. Right. But we've already signed additional churches. Okay. And we have plans to do some other things. In my world of worlds, you ask me about my visions, I would like for WVUP to create a workshop. In this workshop, I bring pastors and everybody in, vendors and everybody in, and we introduce them to each other. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's what we have yeah. to do in the kingdom.
0: We have to know. And if you could put something like that together where you could get Scott Beagle there, I get, would love get to Doug meet. Apple there, Yes, and and be able to, to bring those type of things together, I Absolutely. think that would just be a wonderful Absolutely. Meeting. In other words, you're having this event, but but these people are broadcasting it. Exactly. People, you know, all the exactly. Different venues that we have.
1: And there's some big things yeah. getting ready to happen yeah. in Tallahassee I can't talk about right now, but a, man, a pastor called me on Friday as I was traveling, and he said, Hey, Melvin, Uh I have an event that's coming here wow. and it's going to involve 50 pastors. Wow. So I'll keep you abreast of that. Okay. Yeah. L-
0: got about a minute and 21. We've got to pray before we go. So yes. just give them the information again how to get in touch with you.
1: WVUP. We're located on 3494 Weems Road here in Tallahassee, Florida. It's East Tallahassee. The website is the ideal place to get in touch with us. WVUP.net. We're on Facebook. WVUP. T V. You can get in touch with us at the station. The phone number is eight five zero four zero two one 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 six. Please reach out to
0: us. We always close the broadcast with prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this time that we've had here. I pray for other Father for Brother Melvin. I pray God for the station. Lord, we pray over your kingdom. We just pray God that your kingdom would grow and expand and we'd see your borders just expand. And Father God, we do pray for America. We pray for our country, oh God. We pray, Lord, that you'd bring peace. And, Lord, I pray for our pastors as we go to our pulpits today. Father God, that'd be a great anointing come forth. And, Father, we do pray for peace in Israel and the city of Jerusalem. And these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Thanks for coming. Thank you very much. This is wonderful. Till next Sunday morning. Yes, sir. May the Lord bless you. (laughs)